What is something you just recently learned that everybody already seems to know about? Whew. I feel like there are a lot of these things lately that it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I live my whole life not knowing. Yeah. And um, we learned about a new tradition over the weekend. It's not specific to Detroit, but it's definitely done there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you ever heard of a rally cap? Rally cap. Yes. I, not, I, not that I know of. So this last weekend, our friends were visiting from Kingston, and we went to the Tigers game on Saturday night at Comerica Park. Three out of four of us, it was our first ever Tigers game. So we get hats and peanuts and Cracker Jacks, classic. obviously. The classic, yes. Frozen lemonade. The Tigers are basically losing the whole time. But they're <laughs> also classic. Also classic. Classic. <laughs> tradish. Um, there was one inning where they scored like three runs in a row near the end of the game. So they started showing people on the big screen wearing their hats oh, inside out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And my fiance says, oh, they've got their rally caps on. I'm right. like, what, uh, huh? What? What is this? So I guess when the team rallies and it looks like there could be a potential comeback on their hands, everybody turns their hats inside out. Yeah. To signify that there is a rally happening. Yeah, I have I have seen that happen. Heard of that? I just rally cap did not ring a bell. But well, yeah, it's so funny. We have a picture now of me and my uh, girlfriend Claudia, and we've both got our brand new hats. Like they got their stickers on them still, right? Yeah. And we are wearing these hats inside out. And we look so happy. Look at that. Oh. Learn something new. Yeah, we learned something new over the weekend. It was fun. Maybe you learned something. New. You can text us at 10939, especially those things that you know, seem to be obvious, but a lot of people don't know. I find a lot of people get the um, they get excited when they find out about the which side your fuel cap is on is yeah. on your, your dash, you know, yeah, that's right a in big there one. near your mm-hmm. fuel gauge. I, I'm trying to think. I don't know if there was one recently for me. Oh, I still it happens got the, to me all the time. Still got the out to the ball game playing over here. One word of advice if you are going to Detroit for a bas- basketball, for a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. We tried to go to Mom's Spaghetti, like yeah. the little alleyway takeout window, and it's pretty slow. Like, Is we it? waited for maybe 20 minutes, and they only probably served two people. Listen, quality takes time, but, okay, to get that Sketty sandwich on point, So we get didn't, those meatballs. We didn't want to miss, like, the national anthem, so we just left, oh. but, like... We we would have been late for the game, and that was what we were there for. So. Damn. Yeah. Missed out on your mom's spaghetti. Yeah, okay. I know, well, I know. We got a text at 10939 from Ellie, something that you didn't realize, said, For years, I thought the Adam's apple was slang for penis. Oh, I love that. <laughs> it's not. No, that's the Adam's pickle. It, oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for that. 6.06 in the morning? Good. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. So Hannah learned what a rally cap is over the weekend and then taught us all about it. Uh, what did you learn recently? You can text us at 10939. You can call us 519-792-6040. It's Hannah and Johnny. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But uh, so that Comerica was fine. I forget. What, which day... We were there on Saturday. Saturday. The game started at 6. And then we also went to Point Pelee yesterday on Sunday. Took the shuttle, went out to the tip. That's actually my third time doing that. Every time someone comes to visit, we always will go to Point Pelee. It's so worth going. Just the tip. Yeah. Best intro to Windsor Essex. I I, I really, yeah, I still haven't gone out. We were talking about it the other day because we love our canoeing. We go every single weekend. Actually, we were out in your hood. We we hit Turkey Creek hard. And I learned that Turkey Creek 
Great spot to go heron sighting. Saw a few of them, actually. A white heron, which I, I don't see very often. So uh, Johnny is turning into a birder the older oh, God, he yeah. gets. He, like, brings binoculars everywhere. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say becoming. Like, we're there. I'm You're already fledged. there. Absolutely. Uh, but we do have Tara on the phone, 519-792-6040. You learned something very interesting. Tell us about this. I cook with my feet. You cook with your feet? <laughs> like, what? How? Why does one even learn this? Well, I used to work at Pizza Hut, and I made pizzas all day. Uh-huh. So I started thinking, I could get so much more things done if I could do this with my toes instead of my hands. No, like, really? Is that, is that even, How like, sanitary? It can't be sanitary. Well, you'd want to put the rubber gloves on your feet because they do okay. make them first, obviously. I did not um, know so that. you don't gross anybody out. Yeah. But then you, um, you just take your toes and top the pizzas, and there you go. Oh, God, I hope this wasn't <laughs> happening at Pizza Hut. I know. Um, I hope not. That sounds really difficult, though, because I don't know about you. Like, yeah. I can barely do two separate things. You know when you brush your teeth and pat your head oh, or something? God, yeah. can barely do that. Like, what are you doing with your hands while you are cooking with your feet? Multiple pizzas. You've got the hand pizzas oh, getting made gosh. and the foot pizzas going on at the same time. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. So police have shot and killed somebody's pet snake. And for the first time ever, you might think, you know what? I get it. Like, fair. Yeah, fair. That's that's allowed. That's valid. Before you go freaking out saying that's wrong, why would police be shooting animals and killing somebody's pet? It was actually a life or death situation. Oh. This happened in Fogelsville, Pennsylvania. Police officers arrived on Wednesday afternoon to find the pet snake wrapped around its owner's neck, rendering him unconscious. Oh, my God. The snake was killing its owner. Yeah, they'll do that. Oh, my goodness. So the police shot the snake in the head. Um, Uh It slithered away and died. And they saved the owner's life. He is still currently in the hospital having suffered cardiac arrest. The snake was 15 feet long. Lord. Killing its owner. He was unconscious and suffered cardiac arrest. Yeah. When your pets come back to bite you. <laughs> Literally. Or suffocate you. Yeah. Or whatever. It does happen. I, I One of my buddies used to have a snake named Whispers. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> it was kind of a freaky snake. There was one time I was there and I had brought over a, 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 like a box of beer. And the snake ended up hiding in there. Uh, unbeknownst to me. Next time I went to go grab a beer from this box, the snake was just curled up in there in my Ooh. beers. Um, this is a live footage of the snake in that box. Snake. I'm a snake. I'm a slithery little snake snake. He was a sneaky snake. And this is the thing. He tried to kill my friend as well. What? No. Same thing. He... I guess something that they'll do, if you have a pet snake that is like a constrictor, a known constrictor, uh, keep in mind, if they're like laying next to you and stretching out at certain times, they're measuring you. Really? They're trying to see if they'll be able to eat you or not. And I guess that had been happening. My buddy didn't realize like that was the case. And often he would walk around the house like with the snake chilling on him, like it's on his arm or whatever. It's on his shoulders. And it it was, you know, he was cooking, whatever, and it slid into his shirt. Yeah. So he couldn't really get at it and started like coiling around him and slowly tightening more and more until he realized what was happening and he started not being able to breathe. That is terrifying. He's alone in his kitchen and is like, and has to, he had to cut off his shirt because that's what, like they know they're sneaky. They'll get inside your clothes so you can't get at them. So 
do you think snakes feel love in any way? I don't. Because clearly don't. they have no loyalty to whoever is no. feeding them every day and, and carrying them around. And, you know, this doesn't mean, like, if you if you have a pet snake, I'm sure you like it a lot. And they no, can be fun. I, I think they're weird. cool. I'm sorry. I think they're cool. But it's they weird. can sometimes try to kill you. And also, if that ever happens to you, if there's a snake <laughs> trying to constrict you, get it by the tail. Start unravel it. Find the tail and unravel from there because that's the weakest point. Like, at what point, if you have a pet snake and it escapes in the house and you can't find it, at what point do you just need to move out? Because eventually yeah. it's hiding in the walls. It's going to wait until you're asleep, and it is going to kill you in your sleep. Strike a match. Yeah, Throw set it the whole house on don't fire. Don't even look back. Yeah. We got someone on the phone here, 509-792-6040. You've got a snake story that turns into a love story, do you? Let's hear this. It was my great-grandma, and she was out farming. She was working in her uh, family farm, their garden. And a huge snake came up and was chasing her. Oh, my God. So she grabbed the hoe and started screaming. Well, they weren't together at the time. But my grandpa was a farmhand. My Uh great-grandpa, he was a farmhand. And he came and was trying to help her. And she turned around with the hoe. was trying to chop the the head off of the snake. And actually took out his little baby toe. (laughs) Oh, my God. And that's how they got together. They killed the snake. And then she went and doctored him up. And they were together and ended up getting married. Romance. Oh, my God. And they made a ring out of snake skin and lived happily ever after. Oh, my You got any snake stories? Let us know. Text 10939. Good God. Yeah. So. I'm a sneaky, slithery little snake. <laughs> got that still there? You want to play that one more time? Slithering in your garden. Slithering in your garden. Police! Snake, get on the ground! Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station, 93.9 Virgin Radio. Are you sick of snake slander? Snake, 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 snake. You can call us about it. 519-792-6040. It's Hannah and Johnny. Melissa, you you actually think snakes are very cute. You have one and you like Mm. to do certain things with it. Tell us about that. I dress my snake up in... Little different hats. Oh yeah, cute. Like there's been a cowboy hat. Yep. There's been a clown hat. Nice. And some of the times I'll even make them like a little snake jacket. But a snake jacket. Slithers out of it in like two seconds, so it doesn't last. Well, he's not got long. any arms, so what's he supposed to do? How- I'm, I'm glad that they it's just brought up yeah. because uh, we dressed up our lobsters. Oh yeah, right. Remember, you raced them too, right? Yeah, like as kids, and I don't uh. think it's an East Coast thing. I think it's just a my family thing. Yeah, you dress up the live lobsters that you get from like the Clearwater store or whatever. Yeah, you put them in little hats and little Barbie scarves and sunglasses, and then you just <laughs> let them like run around a little bit. So you can relate. Did you, did you catch any judgment from anyone on that, Hannah? Like uh, Kevin, your fiance, when he learned about this was it like a what are you doing i mean why are you doing that no i think, no? It's, I think it's cute fun it's cute they're gonna get eaten no matter what so why not make them a little bit fabulous <laughs> well, we're not eating your snakes melissa but do you have people in your life who they're like i don't know about this my husband just looks at me he's like you know you spend way too much time with that snake i <laughs> <laughs> spend too much time with my snake but he's cute okay See, some people love the snakes. They think they're cute. Thank cute. you for that. Cute. Mm-hmm. With the reports on the way. In quotation Hannah, leave the snakes alone, all I right? I don't know about they're the sneaky love. snakes. They're love. Morning. Hey, Hannah and Johnny. Hannah and Johnny.
Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. What, Johnny's you didn't hear me? drunk again. Sorry. It's Hannah and Mom. Johnny. I need to learn to enunciate more. And uh, apparently a lot of people in Hollywood do as well. So this just came out of the actors and the shows that Americans in particular, but you know, most of us, I think, in North America, have a hard time understanding. So it, shows like... Peaky Blinders, mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Game of Thrones for sure. And, Hannah, you called this one. Yes. What was your guess again? for? My guess for, like, shows that you definitely need subtitles for is Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey definitely on there. They just, they speak so softly and yes. also British. And Very also British. half of the things they say are said in... Sideward, sideways glances. Yes. You know, just a look. So this study did find that 57% of Americans use subtitles to better understand actors with an accent. Uh, Outlander with the Scottish accents. Right. People need help with that. Dairy Girls, Bridgerton, Skins, Doctor Who, and Downton Abbey are big ones. Using subtitles will change your life. Yeah. I almost can't watch TV without them. A lot of people feel that way now. And I think there's a bit of a a generational thing as well because we would listen or watch shows with subtitles a lot of the time. And uh, Sammy's parents, my fiance's parents, were over visiting one time and the subtitles were just on and they were like, oh, my God, I'm so distracted. I can't watch because like they just can't deal with the words at the same time. I guess they end up reading more than watching and they're just like, it's too much. I can't handle right, it. Right, right. So, That's I don't know. Cool. But it seems necessary for certain actors, including um, Sean Connery. Okay. Sean Connery's on the list there. Michael Caine, which, uh, did you see the thing about how you say Michael Caine's name in a Michael Caine accent? I don't know what a Michael Caine accent would be. You say, my cocaine. Oh. You say it fast. My cocaine. My cocaine. My cocaine. Oh, like that. I like that. That's good. That's a good tip. Benedict Cumberbatch is on the list as well. Which... Oh, he's easy to understand unless he's saying penguins. Or unless it's his freaking name. You need a subtitle just for his name. Fair. Uh, Idris Elba's on the list. James McAvoy. Uh, you got Arnie on there. Sofia Vergara. Jackie Chan. Uh, there's only two U.S. actors that were on this list of hard to understand without subtitles. Who do you think that would be? Oh, uh, that's actors. so hard. Can you give me, like, at least a hint? Um, like, very famous. Something they were in. Recently, we were talking about one of them because of a picture on Twitter. The other one was in one of the most um, famous trials of the last forever. Uh, Johnny Depp? He is one, yes. Johnny Depp, people find hard to understand. Okay, I can understand that. I feel as if he just is his character from Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean, exactly. and that's why. And then who is the other one? I don't know. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, hard to understand. He really? does need kind of a bit of a draw going on there, but the number one actor Americans found most difficult to understand, Tom Hardy. Really? Tom Hardy, people just could not get it. And I mean, he does so many different voices. You know, Bane in, in the Batman movies, he's got like the mask and stuff. This is some, some Tom Hardy for you. See if you know what he's saying. True work is safe. Heard you shooting that lieutenant while you was living them sandwiches. Boy, the only ones to get to walk out alive. It's kind of a miracle, don't you think? Who's the next one? Fortress leader, one bounded down. Hmm, Arthur. We got about as much sense of it as bird flying in the sky. First off, it's good rolling. <laughs> Who knew he was Murders such a... A, uh... a shapeshifter. 
a and voice no one shifter. Can understand a damn word that he's saying. I love it. Love the morning. Hannah and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. The Pope is in Canada, and he didn't bring the official Pope Mobile with him. Rip off. So what do you think they're carting him around in? What car model is holy enough for the Pope? Mm, I don't know. The answer might surprise you. He's cruising around. They have got the Pope in a Fiat. Yeah. And it just reminds me of this. My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It falls. I like to I see just you picture wiggle, the Pope listening to this. Sure. It makes me want to dribble, dribble. You know, riding, riding in, in my feet. You, you really, really gotta see it. Six feet two, two in a compact. Uh, no slack. Luckily, the seats don't <laughs> well, make sense. To relax. It's, it's an Italian car, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe that was their thinking. Probably. And Fiat's are, they are adorable looking. Yeah, you like the Fiat? Yeah, they're cute. Mm-hmm. Why not? As long as there's room for his Pope hat, like, in under the roof, right? I don't think the Pope wants to go for cute. I think the Pope wants to go for badass. Yeah. I'll bet you anything that this is what he's bumping in that Fiat. They see me rolling. <laughs> Like riding really low, going slow, gets out and ghost rides the whip, (laughs) dabbing on him and stuff. So are we now talking about what is the Pope listening to in his Fiat? (laughs) Yeah. When the Pope is rolling in his Fiat, what do you think he's he's cranking? Whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. All right. Windsor Essex's best, worst advice. We always appreciate your input. You can text 10939 or call us 519-792-6040. A lot of these come in anonymously. And this person is wondering, am I wrong to tell my husband who he can be friends with? And obviously, it's never that simple. So the full story says, my husband and I have been married for two years and things have been really great for us. My sister hasn't been so lucky, though, and recently broke up with her boyfriend after he cheated on her. Ooh. And then, essentially, he blamed her because he says they weren't having sex enough. Okay, well, that's stupid. Uh, And she says, normally, I would stay out of this kind of thing, but it's my sister. She was really upset, and she showed me some texts he had been sending her after that were offensive and borderline harassment. Yeah. And when I texted him telling uh, him to leave her alone, he started directing that hatred at me, calling me awful names and telling me to mind my own effing business. Well, that's absolute red flag material. Right? So she but says... how does this relate to uh, to her husband is, being friends with this him? This is the drop here. The thing is, this guy also happens to be my husband's best friend. Oh. So I told my hubby about the situation, and he is defending him. He says, oh, he's going through a hard time. He doesn't really mean what he's saying. He just He just needs to take a breath. But she says, I asked him to please stop spending time with him because of the awful things that he did to my sister and to me. He says he won't do it. They've been friends since high school. They've been through so much together. And he says he won't throw away their friendship over something like this. Wow. What a difficult situation. What are the chances that two sisters are married to two best friends? 
Oh, I'm sure it happens all the time. Like, there's so many within friend groups. I feel like people just start hooking up because it's like, okay, who do we got left? Like, in my group of friends, I'm anti hooking up with friend group. Yeah, nobody I've ever dated has been in my friend group. No, no. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Because if you wanted to date them, you would have done it already. Yeah, clearly a, you don't. We had a situation where it was like um, one of our friends introduced a friend to her cousin mm-hmm. because, like, oh, she was looking for somebody and was like, oh, I've seen this guy around. He's pretty mm-hmm. hot. Like, mm-hmm. could you hook us up? And that happens, I find, if, if there's people who like need somebody and it seems like a good fit. But it's exactly situations like yeah. this that make it a well, terrible idea. Exactly. You're, you're involving family and friends into that situation, and now it's like, okay, my relationship with my sister is important. The husband's like, well, yeah, my, my relationship with my best friend also important to me, and he's got a side too. I understand know? why she is upset about this. Yeah. Because... Especially if he did that to his sister and then to her as well. Like, if he's being rude and calling her names and saying all of those things, like, at some point, you gotta, your partner should be the most important person in your life. So, to the original question, Mm -hmm. am I wrong to tell my husband who he can hang out with? In this situation, do you think it's justified to be like, I don't want you hanging out with this person ever again? Or do you ever have the right to say that to your partner? In this situation, I understand mm-hmm. where she's coming from. Whether or not he listens and values her opinion, yeah. her opinion is up to him. Okay. Now here we go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Have you ever been in a relationship where it seems like your partner is way more into their friends than you? In Texas, about that at 1093.9, got into asking for a friend. And this situation, obviously, a little more complicated than that. Was this person's sister got cheated on by her boyfriend, and that boyfriend happened to be this person's husband's best friend. So there's this, like, square, love square happening. It's a love square, and uh, he was a D-bag not only to the girl who got cheated on, but then when the sister tried to say, hey, don't be a D-bag, he started being a D-bag to her, too. Yeah, so that's it. Can you forgive your friend if they're being openly disrespectful to your wife in that situation? And not only that, not only be tolerant of it, but defend him and be like, oh, he's just going through a hard time. Yeah. Like, where does that loyalty end? Is it is it a, you know, respectable trait to be that loyal to a friend? Or is there a certain point where it's like, okay, stick well, by your wife? It's you not know? high school, okay? No. Like, Scott texted, how is this even a question? And I assume this means, this was when we first started talking about it. Yeah. Like, is it okay to tell your husband who they can be friends with? In this situation, like, the reason marriages work is because you put that person ahead of everyone else in your life. Yeah, it's got to be, you know, it always depends on the specific situation. But and, in this case. Yeah, he's basically actively saying that the friend is equally as important as his wife mm-hmm. and she it obviously bothers her she, she has a reason to be bothered by yeah, that i get it we got a text at 10939 said uh, i had to dump a boyfriend because he was in love with his friends more than me so we were supposed to see a movie together he said he had to cancel since he said he couldn't pay for both of us and then told me later that he had gone out to a movie with his friends. Right. Like what is? Because he's only paying for one ticket instead of two tickets. But in that situation, would you be like, all right, boy, bye. You clearly want to spend time with them more than me. No, I don't no? think that's the same situation. If it was something small like, oh, you don't like your husband's friend because they're always late or they swear a lot or they drink a lot. I don't think that that's grounds for him to end a friendship over it. Yeah, but when they're harassing, like, yeah. when they're harassing you, that's different. If your friend is not respecting your wife, yeah. why would you still want to be friends with that person? Fair. We got a text from Joe, 10939, said, uh, in one of my previous relationships, my partner, um, my partner wasn't okay with my best friend being a guy. So that's oh. a whole different one. Oh. In, in that situation, like, forbidding your partner to have a... Uh, 
You know, someone who, okay, is this a relationship? Are you interested in each other or are you just friends? That's a can of worms. Do you think that guys and girls or, you know, whoever it is, do you think you can be in just a, a platonic friendship with somebody? No. No? No. You don't think it's possible? Mm-mm. We got Joe on the phone. You believe in this, right? Because you were the one with the friend. I think it's okay for a committed relationship to have the opposite sex as friends. Yeah. As long as that person knows their place and stays in that place. But it's so, it can get so. You know, so... There, are, there are boundaries and you don't cross those boundaries. But then they do get crossed, though, is they the thing. They always get crossed. And here's the thing. <laughs> I can talk about, like, best friends of the opposite sex for days. Yeah. As a woman, every male best friend that me or my friends oh. have ever had has secretly had a crush on you and wants to sleep with you and will try and hook up with you when you break up with your boyfriend. That's okay. always why they're there. <laughs> Oh, God. She's outing us, I'm guys. She knows. They know. <laughs> More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. Johnny, you might be the most stylish person in the building right now, according oh. to this new trend report. Oh, my God. I know that I'm about to get shade thrown at me. I just don't know how. You knew it. You knew it. Vogue uh-huh. and high-end designers, they all saw what you were doing, and they were like, how can we market this for fall? Yeah. Um, it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The hottest trend right out of the fashion houses of the world. Little shirt, big pants. All right. <laughs> That's what everybody's doing. Ooh. A little bit of fashion by Bowie. So the bigger the pants, the better. Uh-huh. And then you're supposed to even it out with a little shirt so that people can still see your shape and keep their interest in the eye, you know? It's interesting that you would say that this is to do with me because I feel like I'm the opposite. I'm, the, I'm the big shirt, little pants guy. You're, you could be big shirt, big pants. Big shirt, big pants? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think right now? Like, do I? How skinny are your jeans right now? They're like... Oh, those are pretty skinny. Okay, maybe your big shirt, little pants. I am. They so got it twisted. You're the upside down version. Yeah, they're going for the John Mayer look. When we were playing some John Mayer last week, yep. I was saying that was his thing. The, the little shirt, big pants. And it's it's so easy to do because the, the color or style of the pants are irrelevant as long as yeah. they're big pants. Little shirt, doesn't matter what kind of shirt. Just small shirt, big pants. That's what we're doing. Okay. It's simple. Good to know. There you go. I was seeing, you know, there was some advice on how you can save time in your day. Mm-hmm. And would you ever consider doing this? Text 10939. They were recommending you adopt the tech billionaire approach of literally only owning, like, one kind of shirt, one kind of pants. Right. And that way you never have to decide what you're wearing. How much time do you think you would save Probably in a week? tons. Hours. Tons. Hours and hours of time. Yeah. You don't have to worry, like, laundry isn't as much of a chore because everything's the same. Yeah. And just the fact that you're not humming and hawing, like, oh, what am I going to wear? What do the fashion outlets say is fancy now? Big big pants, little shirt, big shirt, little pants. Little shirt, big pants Too is the way to do it. Just imagine the closet, like, all your closet space will be all big pants and then a tiny, tiny segment yeah. for all your little shirts. I don't know. <laughs> little shirts with the t- world's tiniest coat hangers on there. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the morning. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. A couple of weeks ago, Liam Payne was on Logan Paul's podcast, Impulsive. Oh, how could I forget he was just a combo? He was roasting all of his former One Direction bandmates, mm-hmm. which is sad because they are all more successful than him. Yeah, why do you think he's roasting them? Harry Styles sold out Wembley Stadium that night, and Liam Payne was like on a pad- podcast, and he was saying, yeah, I was the leader of the band. Um, I, I was the front man of One Direction. Simon Cowell told me himself that uh-huh. I was uh, I was the main guy. So that's right. what Liam Payne was saying, and everyone's like, there's no way. Like, everyone else in One Direction is so much more successful and famous than he is now. Well, 
The X Factor UK has come through with the receipts.、Mm-hmm. They posted a never before seen behind the scenes clip of the three judges assembling the members of One Direction、Ooh. before our very eyes. And I hate to say it, Liam was right. He's right, huh? Yeah, this is what they had to say when they were adding his picture to the lineup, okay? I think that he would definitely shine. He could actually maybe be the leader. So he's the standout. He could be the leader. He thinks he's better than anyone else in that yesterday. No, he does, Simon. Yeah, he has the confidence. That looks good. That looks great. It looks unbelievable. That looks great. I like that. That looks great. We've only four already. Okay. And then they added Zayn to the lineup. But did you、oh、hear what they're、God. saying? They're saying he could be the leader. He could be the leader. And they were talking about Liam Payne. I didn't even. He was right. I could not. If, just from the name Liam Payne, I, I can't picture what he looks like. I had to Google it, and I'm like, yeah, still nothing. I don't well, know who this guy is. It just goes to show you can be as talented as you want. Because he was really talented. Liam Payne was a great singer. He might have been the best singer of the group, but you have to be likable to、mm. be successful. And that is the difference between him and all of the other band members was that he's talented, but he's so unlikable. Well, it's just funny in that case where it's like Simon Cowell said it. So another unlikable guy、yeah. said that you were the star. Yeah. But I, I mean, they were right about all the other guys. Like it was a great band, and all, many of them went on to be extremely successful. Liam Payne, he. He was confirmed、Just、the front man of One Direction. Let him have it. It's all have he has.、Moment. It's all he's ever going <laughs> to have, probably. What's going on, everybody? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.